Welcome back to Fulfilling Life's Yearnings. Today we sit down with transformational life and leadership coach, Antonina Romano. Coming live from the Fly Studio in Commerce Township, it's the Fulfilling Life's Yearnings Podcast! And I'm your host, Blake Giovanni Thomas Soule. And if you're ready to be your best by writing the script of your life to whatever you want it to be, and taking action on your dreams, then this is the podcast for you. It's time to enter the fly zone. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's the fly host you love the most, and I'm back with another episode to help you fulfill life's yearnings. And today I have a lovely special guest whose name is Antonina, and Antonina is a transformational life and leadership coach business mentor, and heart healer. Her mission is to empower people to cultivate their own happiness and success exactly where they're at. She helps people confidently step into their best version of themselves to transform their career, life direction, money and relationships, and live their best life, their life well made. She has worked directly with entrepreneurs and execs since their ripe age of 16 and started working for herself at 23 years old, working with creative entrepreneurs, managing their life and business, and in the past years overcome depression, anxiety, and works on herself daily through healing, personal development, and is committed to transforming her pain into her passion through transformational life coaching. I just got to say, Antonina, that is awesome, and I want to commend you for what you're doing, and thank you for joining me today on Fulfilling Life's Yearnings. How are you today? I'm so well. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. I'm really excited to talk today because I actually met Antonina on Facebook through a group that we're a part of, and and she was very transparent about why she was there, and it was vulnerable, and I thought that was just so cool for her to reach out to a group of people saying this is what her values were and if other people resonated with that to you know reach out to her and to connect and actually talk on a on a deeper level and for those that listen to the show that that's what it's really about I really enjoy connecting on on a deeper level and just being able to and learn that about what other people want to do with their lives and what drives them forward so that's so cool, Anthony, that you do that. I'm just curious, um, for starters, is why did you decide to do that? Yeah, um, my whole life I've been really the support system and really inspiring others to just be positive and move forward and not really dwell in the past. Um, you know, for me, I think it really triggered when I hit my own depression last mm-hmm. year. You know, I've been so passionate about helping other people, um, whether it be friends, entrepreneurs, people in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But only until last year when I hit my own depression did I realize I needed to focus on my feelings, my emotions, my own healing, which then brought me into my deeper purpose. Right. Um, really tapping into my personal development, my spiritual journey, and then to turn that around and to really empower others to do the same. So Nice. No, that's awesome. Because even even for myself, I have those days where it's just, you know, not going well for me. And I guess the the 
the most that I would be depressed was, you know, when I was working for something that I that didn't inspire me, and it was really hard. And for me, the the best way I started dealing with it was was writing, and and yeah. and recording down my thoughts, and then from there, you know, creating the podcast. In a sense, was like a like therapeutic for me and it gave me a way to you know transition what I was dealing with and 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 just getting all those thoughts out there and sharing it so that was that was my depressed period but how did you how were you able to you know come out of that to make you um better or even to be able to better manage it yeah and I love that you asked that because it really for a lot of people when they're going through that breakdown moment that Mm -hmm. kind of low feeling that rock bottom you don't know like what the hell is going on or how you can bounce back but I feel like that's such a pivotal and necessary moment for for myself and for other people and so I looked at that as like I was I was scared Mm -hmm. I didn't know it was really this flood of emotions this flood of overwhelm and really what it was for me was the emotions that I had never dealt with my whole life you know through my childhood through middle school and through all of these things that had happened and it was just like me cracking. And so I realized like I, I, you know, I started going to therapy. I started working with a coach. I started working on me and my own healing um, and really processing what I've been through and being able to really recognize my own faults and my own stuff that was really my own limiting beliefs and the, my own tendencies that were really not serving me and supporting me. And so, you know, it, it, it wasn't something I could do alone. Mm-hmm. It was really something that I needed to say, hey, I need help here. Like, I always thought my whole life I had to do it alone. And yes. in that moment, in that moment, it was like, I can't do this alone, nor should I have to. And, you know, this goes into one of the reasons why I focus and, and really am so passionate about coaching because we all do need support. And I felt like, I guess my whole life, um, internalizing my emotions was something that I was an expert at. Mm-hmm. You know? But at the end of the day, that, did, that landed me in a state of depression and uncertainty and confusion. And I'm here to say, like, it's okay. Like, it's okay if you're experiencing that. It's okay if you're going through that. But ask for help. And I think when I started to ask for help, I started to get a better, better understanding of myself and what was going on and what, what I just, what I was doing that was leading me into this place. Cause mm-hmm. I essentially got myself there, but unbeknownst to me. And so, you know, it's been a, a year since, and you know, it, not to say I still deal with the days that I feel a little bit depressed and I still deal with, um, you know, anxiety and stuff, but it doesn't, it's not the end of the world. I'm still on my healing journey, but I understand the sacredness of the work that I do and, you know, the sacred space that people need to really be with our emotions and our emotions are are, like, there's gold in that. You know, to really figure out who we are, what lights us up, what makes us so happy, you know, what brings us joy, what, and, and then the alternative of really what triggers us and what makes us angry and what stresses us out and what frustrates us. And so in that is really getting to know who you are. Mm-hmm. And so it's a beautiful thing for you to stop and say, who am I? Like, do we ever ask ourselves, 
who are we versus what people and society tell us we are. And so that that's really a, a foundational piece um, and the catalyst for mm-hmm. me to get to coaching. Wow. So I just had to pause for a moment because this is almost making me emotional in a sense because I see so much of myself in you and I kind of feel like we're like kindred spirits because it's yeah. not too often where you can find other people who are saying the same thing that you're thinking. And so I just want to just go back just a moment and and just want to know more about your, you know, your personal journey. And cause I know you mentioned it just briefly, but where, you know, where did you start from? What was, you know, what happened throughout your life that, you know, that led up to you being in this position, either from childhood or different experiences that you went through? Yeah. And when I, when I was looking at this moment, it was like, where did it start? Mm-hmm. And it like goes back to like, my like birth, right. you know, um, you know, through my childhood, I, I grew up in, for the first six years of my life in a very emotional, very um, emotionally challenging, emotionally traumatic um, experience for me. I mean, I had two parents that they, they did the best that they could with what they had. And mm-hmm. I think they all of our parents do. Um, but there it was very um, – there was a lot of anger and, and, you know, when you're a young child in that environment, you know, that's your emotional foundation and that's you're learning by your external environment, right. how to respond to things, how to react, how to cope. And so through those foundational years, like I, I have to say that that, that was, um, that was challenging for me because then growing up uh, into middle school and high school, you know, I super smart, super involved in my, um, in my academics and my sports. And I love playing basketball and softball and doing all these things. There's this emotional component of, you know, developing relationships and trying to care for people and understand people and really be supportive and compassionate and caring. And I think that, you know, what we had mentioned before, you know, I wanted to have those deep conversations mm-hmm. because I saw such intense emotions growing up. And so to tap into those emotions, but, but I just wasn't getting the same feedback right. um, because kids weren't focused on that stuff, no. you know? And, and so um, I was bullied a lot. Uh, and through my middle school years and especially in high school, um, when I moved to a new school, um, I felt, uh, you know, again, still immersing myself in my academics. So they mm. were always like, that was my passion. That was the driving factor that kept me sane. But the emotional side, the relationships where it created some social anxiety, um, which is really the premise of also what I do. Um, but I think that was, that was so powerful. It, it created a lot of pain, just more pain on top of pain on top of pain. And then this isn't to blame anyone because you can't have a bully without a victim. Mm. So I was very much so could train myself um, to be this victim indirectly uh, and unknowingly. And there's this kind of learned helplessness that, you know, no matter what you do, it's not good enough. No matter what you do, you can't help people no matter. And, and that's not true at all. 
Because as I started to get older, especially over the past few years, I would see how important those, those experiences were for me in my journey, for me to do this type of work, mm. for me to tap into my own healing. So, you know, um, but after high school, I, you know, I chose to just, you know, spread my wings and just say, you know what, I can do this. Like, I'm smart. I'm intelligent. I'm passionate. I'm positive. Like, regardless of what I've been through, I can pick up and move on. You know, mm-hmm. it doesn't define you. If you can really learn how to channel your pain into your passions and let that ignite the fire inside of you, things begin to shift. Mm. And so when I, I chose to go to school in Florida at the University of Tampa, which is like the most amazing school. I'm so glad I went there. <laughs> um, but it, that's when I really started to help people because okay. it wasn't about me anymore. I really started I as a leadership mentor for upcoming freshmen, and that was literally life-changing for me wow. to cultivate that community, to give them the tools, the resources, the emotional support that they needed going into an entirely new environment. Mm-hmm. They had everyone, like, you know, going into a college, you don't know anyone. You're in a new environment. You're in a new setting. College, you have no idea what to expect. So being able to really bridge the gap for them and be able to support them mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, socially, all of this and give them the tools and the resources so that they can choose how they want to utilize them, how they want to show up, how they want to get involved. Those students that went through this, it was a weekend retreat program that I would do every year. Wow. These students went on to be the president of their organizations, the top in their class, to grow on, to graduate and take, get amazing jobs and in the fields that they're passionate about mm. with this simple weekend because they were given what they needed and they were allowed to run with it. No one was telling them what to do, when to do. I simply, again, it wasn't just me. It was a group of us. Mm-hmm. But that that set the tone for me so much because I just want to create conscious leaders and it starts with you. You cannot influence someone else until you really influence yourself, you know, on such a really large scale. I've, again, I've been a positive light for people and been able to influence little by little, Mm -hmm. but on such a transformational scale, it takes your own transformation. And so that for me, College was uh, really, for me, was about leadership, was about mentorship. I really have a strong passion for business and entrepreneurship. So I was working in government and banking and uh, for ESPN radio and and just really exploring who I was and connecting with people and building relationships. And and I realized that it, it really was about the people for me. And no matter what, it, regardless of business, yes, it was a passion of mine, but people, it always came down to the people and relationships and, and fostering that. And I love, love, love that. Um, and so, you know, when I graduated, I started working in marketing okay. um, as a marketing manager and I, I pursued uh, various jobs in that field. And what I realized, it still wasn't about, even if we were working on projects or whatever we were doing or marketing, it it, it never, my focus was on the people involved. Mm. And so I realized again, 
I needed to go deeper with my work and kind of go on my own terms. Um, and I started um, working with creative entrepreneurs, really providing business services and personal services, managing their life, managing their business, creating systems and structures for them mm. personally to help them so that they can be fully present in their work, fully focused, and they didn't have to worry. It took it, it was like a peace of mind. Right. And again, in that moment, I realized, wow, this is way deeper. That emotional piece was still really relevant. It was like, how can I foster this even further? How can I go deeper into this even further? Because no matter how organized these entrepreneurs were, how successful they were, there was still much so stress and anxiety and overwhelm and unhappiness. And it was like, this is not what this is for. Mm -hmm. Nor I, I knew at that moment when I started going through my own depression at this time, Seeing them going through my own stuff triggered me, um, was a gift for me to be like, okay, Antonina, go deeper into your personal development, go deeper into your work and really get to the core of what's going on here. Mm -hmm. You know? So I, it's been a whole, it's not like, oh, there was a light bulb moment. I look back and it was like this whole journey makes sense. And if you follow what feels good for you through the pain, through the uncomfortableness, through the uncertainty, through the doubt, you follow that, you will, your intuition will guide you to do what you need to do. Wow. Yeah. No, and, I, go ahead. And no, and here <laughs> I am doing this work and it's so sacred to me. No, I think that is dead on and thank you for sharing that because I even feel the same way too when asked the question like what made you decide to start doing this and, the, and exactly what you were saying is that it wasn't just one thing it was just everything that I've gone through has put me in this moment that I'm at today and and I don't take any of those moments for granted because who something could have gone completely different and it could have led me in a different direction so for me when I went to Hope College, you know, I wanted to play basketball there. And and that didn't end up happening. And when that door closed, another one opened up for me, which led me to be able to get more involved on campus. You know, I joined Greek Life and served a community, mentored, you know, younger students who were, you know, elementary, middle school, did community service projects with them, and then also was a part of, you know, a leadership group that also gave, you know, speeches to middle school and high school students about the importance of, you know, education and finances. And so those are like some of the moments that, you know, like you were saying, where, where you were giving back because it wasn't about you and just giving what you could to other people is, mm -hmm. you know, what, what I enjoyed so much about it. And I started learning for myself that same with you, that I, I enjoy being with people and, and helping them however I can and, and my biggest why is, you know, teaching, you know, being able to empower someone else to do something that they didn't think that they could do or even to fulfill something that they've been thinking about, you know, or hesitant to even attempt and just be able to be there and in a sense just guide them to do something that they already know deep down that they can do, but they just needed someone there to, as you were saying, to give them what they needed, you know, to help them feel more conscious and, and aware that as a person that they're able to accomplish, you know, whatever it is in the sense that they put their minds to. So I, I'm right there with you on that as well. And I think that that's awesome that you were able to do that. And just 
just curious going on um talking more about you know what you do now in business is how you know in a sense did you become you know this life coach for for other you know for other people was it some from your previous job were you able just to connect with creative uh, entrepreneurs through there or was it something that you were just again being transparent with who you were and just kind of like attracted these people to you yeah, that's a good question. I mean, I've always, it just has been like the divinity. Like mm-hmm. you put the intention out there. Like when I stopped working um, in the corporate world and started to like, it took a step back and figure out what I wanted yeah. by divine chance through a friend I connected with my first client, you know, and th- they were creative entrepreneurs when I was providing those business services and personal services. And as far as coaching goes, it took during that experience for me to go through my depression and start my own personal development journey. And then um, like about six months later, um, I really started to, to have this really strong calling to coach, wow. to get deeper. And it wasn't something like it, I, I didn't choose this. Mm-hmm. I, I focused on my feeling of what I really saw a strong need for. And, you know, building a business around this is a whole nother story. But as long as I continue to follow what's inside of me, my own thoughts, my own natural abilities, my own skill sets, my own, like you're pulled, like you, you just have these, these downloads of information in your life, like in, you know, whatever you think you can achieve, you know, whatever your mind can conceive, you can achieve, you Mm -hmm. know? And if you're coming up with these thoughts and ideas, but then you're saying, no, I can't, these are just limiting beliefs on top of this pure greatness that's already inside of you. And so all of these things that I've been through, it just, I'm moving the stuff that's, that's in the way for me to clearly see my, my passion and my purpose, mm-hmm. you know? So it really just, it just happens. It unfolds, mm. you know, if you are being intentional. If you are setting intentions and, you know, following what feels good for you, you can't go wrong. And mm-hmm. so that, that for me, when I started working for myself, you know, I was doing that for two years before I got into coaching. Coaching is something that I started doing within this past year. Wow. Yet I've been doing it my whole life, mm-hmm. you know. So only until I really started my own transformation on such a deep, deep level, which had me hit that low point. Because you have to transform yourself. You know, and granted, I'm not healed and, and uh, you know, perfect. And it's we're all on our own healing journey and it takes a while. But I have tools and resources and, and, and things that I use that I know are extremely helpful to me and to my clients. And it's just finding what works for you but having the right support that will help you process a lot of this stuff. Right. And when you have an idea or a desire – but then you have yourself saying, no, I can't do this. No, I can't. These are all just limiting beliefs on top. And it's just thinking about where that limiting belief sourced from and moving it and then coming up with an action plan to move forward. But there's a lot of stuff around. There's a lot of deep emotion around following our passion, following our purpose, this sense of worthiness, you know, this self-worth is a huge piece. Um, and that's something that I also work on, gaining confidence mm-hmm. around who you are. Getting clarity, you know, it, 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 it doesn't happen overnight, but trust yourself, like trust yourself, 
You know, you are the best project you'll ever work on and you, everyone deserves to be happy and follow their passions and go on their own pursuit of happiness. But it also is a choice in this moment to say, you know what, I'm not going to live at the effect of my life anymore. I'm going to consciously choose and be at the cause. And yeah, you have to go through some of your pain. You have to process it. But when you can allow that to be a sacred healing and not judge it and not say, I don't want to feel this way because mm-hmm. I didn't want to feel that way my whole life and I internalized those emotions, which led me to a depression. Wow. Don't internalize them. Find someone that you can process this stuff with. Find your outlet. Like you said, you do writing. Like writing, you can you let those creative juices just blow. Mm-hmm. It's just it, – it's – Literally every time you put an intention out there and follow your feeling, even if it sounds really outlandish or it seems like it'll take so much effort, really just get clear with what you want. That's the first thing. And sometimes we don't know what we want, but like we do. We really do. Deep down inside, we know. And my suggestion is just focus on the feeling. Like how do you want to feel? And when you focus on the feeling, oh my gosh, do do all these ideas (laughs) and ways for you to feel that way come up. Mm -hmm. And it's just like a self-discovery. Instead of a lot of people go through life thinking, and this is how we're taught, you need to have this job, this car, this perfect life, and all these things, and you lose yourself in the mix. Instead of focusing on how you want to feel, because how does, what does that car really mean to you? And how does that, what does that symbolize? How does it make you feel? You know, we're looking for this outside validation for all of these things. But if you just focus on in this moment right now, maybe you're not exactly where you want to be, but how do you want to feel? And focus on those feelings and how you make yourself feel good in this moment, despite your circumstances, you know, and work with what you got. You know, you are so, everyone has such power inside them, such light inside them, such their own greatness. And unfortunately, a lot of people don't tap into that because of all of their stuff, their pain, their emotional trauma that they've been through is just too much because you do have to go through that. Mm Mm-hmm. You do have to process it, and that's just the truth. So, And I, that's why I do this work because I want to help people really influence themselves, become their own leaders, live their best life, their life well-made, which is why I created Life Well-Made. I, I, this isn't just for specific people. Everyone has this right, this divine purpose to be who they want to be. Mm-hmm. It takes effort. It takes commitment, and it, everyone needs support. No one can do it alone. So do you think that it's – that people aren't willing to do it or or there's been so many different things that have happened to them that they're just too afraid to fight it and to, to really become one with themselves and would rather just kind of ignore it. What, 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 what has been your experience with that? Yeah, that's a great question. I think, you know, it really st- comes down to fear mm-hmm. and vulnerability. And, you know, it's easy to blame other people, but... When you have, when you have to really look inside of yourself, excuse me, that and and heal your own pain and deal with your own demons and pr- relive those experiences so you can process them, so that you can heal and move on. People don't want to do it because it's like it's easier to keep it stored away, tucked away, and pretend like everything's okay. Mm. Then then what we're doing right is constantly protecting this thorn, constantly protecting this pain, mm. and we we choose jobs, we choose relationships, we choose these things so that we no one touches our pain instead of just dealing with that hurt. Like if someone pushes your button or triggers you in some way, 
they didn't install the button. They pushed it, right? right? So if you got to go into that, instead of blaming that person for pissing you off or whatever it is, say, what in me is coming up? Like, what's the pain inside me? You know, that really is where the personal development starts. Okay. When you can start to turn it around on yourself and just say, what in me is coming up? Because you can meet strangers on the street and they could piss you off and they have nothing. They don't know you. Exactly. So it's like, why take it personal? But you need to go inside of yourself and say, what is coming up for me? You know, deep at the core, what is this pain? And it's not like you have, sometimes you can have aha moments. Other times there's layers and it takes time to process. But when you can start to really be self-aware of your own triggers, um, that's where the healing begins. Okay. Um, so it's a process and connecting with people that allow you to be vulnerable is so, so important. Blake, like you, like you and I connected on Facebook by like, by me being vulnerable, by you being vulnerable. And like, this is, this is so beautiful. Like we're talking about these raw experiences and like, you know, people can judge it. People, people can say what they want, but, but I'm not going to continue to dim my light so that other people approve or disapprove of me you know it's like then I'm living on someone else's terms which I was doing before I want to live on my terms I want to be free to be who I am and it's a discovery allow yourself to just ride the wave Mm -hmm. that's how I feel no I agree it's like that expression you know when someone says to you, well, you just want to have your cake and eat it too. And, and it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I do. You know, <laughs> you know, doesn't, doesn't everybody want to at least strive to be who they are and, and not be forced into like a box to live someone else's existence. And I think that was the, the, the point for me where it was just like, yeah, I, I do want my cake and I want to eat that too. And, and, not allow others to influence you know necessarily the the directions and choices that I make but to show them you know this is what I'm going to do if you can either accept it or not I'm going to you know do what internally makes me happy you know not not live the external superficial life that oh look what look at all the things that I have and you know this this is what I do blah 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 you know when I meet people I'm more interested in them than anything, you know, and if it yeah. gets to that deeper level, then I tell them what I do, but it's never about, hey, I got this over here and, you know, this is what my life is about. I'm just trying to figure out, you know, what is it about this person that, in a sense, makes them tick, you know, and, and try to make it as least as possible about me and, and just allow that person to to find what lights them up. And sometimes it takes a minute because people aren't used to being you know, ask those deep questions. And mm-hmm. so, so it takes a little bit, but I think that whenever that happens, that just brings joy to me because finally you get to see, you know, the sparkle or the twinkle in someone else's eye and, and, and the expression on their face and then and yeah. the, the tone in their voice that they're, in a way they're saying, thank you for, you know, asking me about me and, and making me feel important and allowing me to talk to you about my you know, my passions, the, the things that I want to strive for that scare me, but I haven't been able to share them with anyone else. And and I think in a way for even for them, it's, you know, therapeutic. It allows them the, the chance to vocalize it because we say, you know, so many things in our heads and a lot of those things that we say are negative, 
you know, from, from like you were saying, that have been in us since we've been kids. You know, we've just been brought up that way. And that subconscious is just always there. And then when they're finally able to say it out loud, it's like they just released, you know, you know that voice that they knew that was that was always inside of them. And, and now they can finally share it. And it mm-hmm. kind of gives them, like, power. So how how does someone you know, keep that up. You know, you said you talked about being self-aware. What, what does someone who isn't currently self-aware and they're allowing that inner voice to, you know, constantly beat them down. What, what is the steps that they need to start making to, you know, be more connected with who they are? Yeah. I mean, and that inner critic is Mm -hmm. so, so crucial. And what I call like in in my coaching practice, it's really this gremlin, you know, it's a block. It's this gremlin that's telling you, I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not pretty enough, you know? And when you're in that state and it's, you're so conditioned to think like that, you know, obviously for me, like my first thing was to ask for help. Mm -hmm. Like I couldn't do it on my own initially. You know, I was mindful, I was aware, but I really wasn't of my emotions and my thoughts and my, you know, I really wasn't. So if you, everyone needs help. The first person that you should ask is whether it be your family or a coach or a therapist. But I think it it really is just taking a step back, right? And really like looking at the the your trend, the trends in your life and what you're seeing objectively, you know, whether it's in your relationships or your job choices or your friendships or your, whatever it is, look at the trends in your life. And, and when you start seeing trends, which is what I started doing before I hit my depression, Mm -hmm. you know, I started looking at the trends in my life and, you know, the only common denominator was me. Mm. So for, for, for that individual who, who isn't so self-aware, you know, really look at what's been going on and look, look at what's, what's been affecting you and really, and really where you desire to go and how you want to feel. But sometimes you don't know when you're in that state, you can't see outside of it. You're so in it that you can't. And that's where it's really important to get help. This is why I do this work. You know, I see that that jump, taking that jump from being not necessarily so conscious and mindful and aware to to becoming conscious, mindful and aware like there that that is a jump. So you you definitely need help. But you can start with some beat like looking at your own life. Right. And reading some personal development books and talking with people, just talking people that you trust, that you know that you're not where you can be vulnerable. And a lot of people, unfortunately, don't have that. I didn't have that. And I didn't, you know, I think that that's why it brought me into such a state of depression. Okay. And so, you know, you can get out of your situation. You just have to say, you know what, I'm, I'm bigger than this. It's just a choice. Just in your mind, it's a choice. I'm going to do whatever it takes to, to move beyond this. Because you are, you're, you are not defined by your situation. Mm-hmm. We tend to think like, oh, this is the best our life is going to get. Uh-uh. You can heal, but it's making a decision today that, you know what, I'm going to start looking at my past, looking at my life and figuring out where I want to go, what I want to do, how I want to feel. But just be kind to yourself. Be compassionate with yourself. Be loving and do not judge yourself. Mm -hmm. Do not, that's, 
you know, we sit there and judge ourselves daily still. Like, I still do it. But but trying not to judge it and look at it objectively is, like, the first place to start. Um, but, but, yeah, we all need help in, in the most loving, compassionate way. Like, you know, you being an entrepreneur as well and you doing all this, you can't do it alone. Right. We all need our own support and finding what works for you mentally, emotionally, you know, in business, in life. We all need people to help us out. Um, yeah. No, I think that that's powerful what you were just sharing. And for people who do that, you know, listening in if you're trying to do that you know as Antonina was saying just just be kind with yourself and understand that no one's perfect you know no one living is has it all figured out you know I don't have it figured out at all you know I take it you know moment by moment and and and, but what I do is just be aware or at least understand that I have the ability to be aware because I'm not aware all the time and and even when it's we, when I'm not doing what I feel I can be doing, I just understand. And this is what I ask myself. I say, you know, given the option, you know, if everything was the same, you know, what would I choose to do as opposed to, like, what I'm doing in this moment? If it's, like, if I'm just, you know, not focusing on what I should be or what I know I plan to focus on or something didn't go right or or if I yelled or, or did something that was out of character for me, I say, well, okay, this happened. But normally, what would I choose to do? And if I wouldn't have cho- chosen to behave that way or or let something stop me, then I say, okay, I understand that I'm not who I am, but I'm what I would do. And so for me, that that's helpful. What what would be your you know your take on that? Yeah, I mean, and you just looking at that situation, mm-hmm. it's you're becoming self-aware, and in those moments, you learn. Right. It's all a learning process. It's all a growth. It, the fact that you've acknowledged that that the behavior was out of character, you know, that's instead of judging it, just say, you know what, I've learned, I've moved on. How would I? How would I react differently? Mm-hmm. It's not react. It's like how would I respond? Mm. Because. We we are pro we are programmed and conditioned. We react to things, you know, st- stuff that triggers us or whatever. But it's consciously choosing to 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 respond differently, mm-hmm. and that's where the growing is. Because sometimes you would, you have that instant reaction to say this, this, and this, but it's in that moment choosing. You know what? I'm gonna react. I'm gonna respond differently, no matter what the topic is. You know, and it's just being aware. You know, you have to have a little bit of self-control and sometimes, you know, maybe the other person is in the wrong, but you are now in control. And that's really where it becomes having that self-awareness. Um, and it's it's an evolution. Like, you're becoming more aware. You're becoming more conscious. Like, you know, if you, everyone's ever said something to you, like, and you've been like, oh, I never thought of it that way. It's just like you're just expanding your mindset, expanding right. your thinking. And in those moments, that's what you're doing. You learned a lesson. Whether it was good or bad, you learned a valuable lesson. And that's every experience that we go through is there to teach us something about ourselves. And if you know that, good or bad, it still adds value. Mm-hmm. So if in, in theory, think about it that way. It's adding value. It's making you a better person because of it um and 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 learning to be easy on ourselves. we we when you mentioned earlier that negative self-talk mm-hmm. something that you know 
I, I went through a lot of stuff and in my childhood and in my life, you know, and that I learned to beat myself up and beat myself up and beat myself up. And so now it's like, it's like unlearning and learning to talk nicely to myself and be positive. And every time I have a negative thought, turning it into a positive thought and, you know, re, you know, if I have, if I desire something and then I have limiting beliefs that are around that, Mm -hmm. any type of beliefs that are holding me back from thinking that that is possible, it's like, writing that limiting belief down and turning it into a positive belief. Like, it takes work. This isn't like, oh, tomorrow I'm, I'm a changed person. Right. <laughs> it really does take work, which is why I, like, I love facilitating this. You know, um, I, I'm not here to give people advice. I'm here to facilitate and ask questions that help people dig deeper into who they are mm, and I heal, like get clear with their passions and desires and come up with a plan and an action to move forward. Like, if you're feeling really low or depressed, like allow that to be a springboard. Say hallelujah. Like I know what it's like to be in a state of really bad depression. Like I, and I, I've seen people before and I couldn't understand it. I was like, how do you get yourself there? Like, mm-hmm. how does that happen? And like for me to go through it, it was like, oh, it was, I thought it was the end of the world. And you know what? It was so necessary. I'm such a better person because of it. And yeah, I'm like I said, I'm still on my own healing journey, but it's just, it's a sign for us. If something isn't right, you can move beyond it. You right. can shift it. You're certain you, you can change your life. You can. It, and you know, a year from now, your life could be totally different. Mm-hmm. It's like in it, a few months from now, your life could be totally different. It just takes a choice to saying, you know what? I'm not going to do this to myself anymore. I'm going to break these habits. I'm going to break these behaviors. I'm going to change my thinking, change the way I think about myself, about the world, you know. It's not changing that external thing. It's changing the way we think about things. A miracle is simply a change in perception. So understanding that, you know, when you shift your thinking around these things, these things begin to change. Wow. Yeah, that's so true and and, and just so helpful. So thanks for sharing that. And I wanted to know if you had any like resources or recommendations for for people to check out as far as you know staying aware and something that they can look into what would be your thoughts on that yeah well i'm actually creating a group mm-hmm. um on facebook that i think uh it takes it deeper into just entrepreneurship and mm-hmm. leadership but it really is like personal development and healing so i'll be putting a lot of resources in there um I, I think, you know, I've read a lot of books and it's it's really finding a book that works for you. I think um, The Alchemist is a great book for starters. Love that book. Um, yeah, and just about following your dreams. It is a fable, um, but I think that it's it really fi- personal development books um, and finding what works for you. Mm. And the topic, just go on Amazon, find a book, open it up, and you never know which author that's going to lead you to others. And I think this whole process is such, like, there's so much divinity in it. Mm-hmm. That's why everyone's process is different. And, you know, what worked for me may not work for some other people. But I think, you know, reading books and personally develop, having a morning ritual, like whether you're meditating, doing yoga, doing some journaling, you know, eating healthy and nourishing, um, you know, having these daily practices, like it, it's life changing, you know, when you can prime your mind, prime your emotions before you go and check your email, before you go check your phone, before you do anything, 
focus on you and your self-care. So personal development books, morning rituals, self-care. Um, find, find a coach. Find a therapist. Like find someone to help you. Everyone needs or an objective friend. You know, um, I think for me, finding community has mm-hmm. been really big. And I think that's why I love, you know, wherever you're at in the world, like there's Facebook groups that have real people. Right. You know, like you and I connected, like we took it offline. It's like if I can create a community of people to really include all of my resources, whether it's other coaches, other entrepreneurs that provide great stuff, great content to help you become a better person, to help you become a better leader, to help you become a better, you know, whether it be an entrepreneur or someone in your career, whatever, a better person in general. Like I'm here to help in any way. But um, I think those things are the main components and how you choose to engage and how you use to interact with that type of content or people or whatever. It's like finding what works for you and making time for you and knowing that like it's going to be a process, but this is the whole point of life. It's not what we end up. It's the journey. And I always say success isn't like what we receive, but who we become in the process, Mm. you know, that to me, you know, is, is success. You know, you have your goal in mind, but who you really become in the process, wow. Like for me, what I've accomplished, like maybe not tangible, but emotional and as a person, like that is success, you know. You can, and trust me, you can, if your goal is to be super wealthy, yeah, you can have that too. I believe in nice things and all that, but most importantly, it's like taking care of you. And you are the most important priority. So, Another like little tidbit is like anyone that's draining you or toxic for you, let it go. Mm. Like that's the first thing, you know, and surround yourself with people that fill you up and light you up and make you feel good and not feel like they're trying to put you down in any way. And sometimes, like for me, I had to take a step back from my family a little bit. So sometimes you may have to do that as well and just kind of give yourself space and time. Always. And just relax. Mm. No, I love that. And I think that would be a, a good spot to end it. But before we do that, I just wanted to get your take on, you know, what fulfilling life's yearnings means to you. And also you can tie it in with life, wave, uh, life made well. Yeah. Um, so fulfilling life's yearnings is like really everything that really lights you up, that yeah. really excites you, like, like at the core, <laughs> like, Yes, like you yearn for it. You excite. Look at my face, like <laughs> just being so passionate and following that feeling. Like, what would make you so happy? Mm-hmm. Like, commit to it and go for it and do it. You have this precious gift of life, and connect with other people who want to fulfill their own purpose, their own passions. That is contagious. And so, like, I'm so honored to be a part of this, a part of your podcast, connecting with you, and just to be, to find a way where you can be who you are and do work that you love that's also really fulfilling your life and adding value to your life. You're not here to change dollars for hours. You are not. You are here to tap into who you really are. And, you know, we're in such a time right now where social entrepreneurship is becoming so popular and tapping into your own natural abilities, your own gifts, your own passions, and 
and use them to help solve a real problem in the world. Mm -hmm. Someone in the world needs what you have to offer. And so follow and fulfill your life, life's yearnings and, you know, step into your life well made. Yes, I love it. Thank you so much for for sharing that. And I really do appreciate you coming on today and and spending some time with the Fulfilling Life's Yearnings community. I think this was awesome. And you can even look at my face too. It's like almost blushing and smiling (laughs) at the same, the same time, because this was really cool for me to do and really cool of you to be a part of. So thank you. And Final question, how do you want for people to be able to um, reach out to you? You said the Facebook group. Is there another way as well? Yeah, um, they can go on my website. Mm-hmm. It's lifewellmade.co. It's L-I-F-E-W-E-L-L-M-A-D-E.co. And all of my social media is on there. Um, and on the contact form. Um, if you want to write me an email, it goes right to my inbox. So whatever you need, I, I have complimentary 30 minute sessions, like just connect with people that really can support you. And I'm, I'm happy to, if you know, my conversation and my experience resonated with each and every one of you, like just, you know, Blake's amazing. And there's people all around you that are willing to help you step into your own truth. So yeah, thank you. Awesome. Thank you. So all those things today will be in the episode show notes. So you can also check those out at my website, fulfillinglifesyearnings.com, or also check out the show notes page. And I'll make sure that if whatever Antonina was saying today resonated with you, that you will have a, a way to get in contact with her and to continue the conversation. So thanks again for listening in. This was Blake Sule with Antonina. I hope you enjoyed today's show and go out there and have a fly day. Thanks for listening to Fulfilling Life's Yearnings. I want to know what your biggest takeaway is, so please head on over to fulfillinglifesyearnings.com today and click on the show notes link for today's episode, which is located on the homepage, and leave a comment. The show notes page is where you can find the resources mentioned during the show and will be very valuable for you on your own journey. To stay up to date about what's happening, please subscribe to my newsletter and subscribe to the show on iTunes. And while you're subscribing on iTunes, it would definitely mean a lot to me if you would leave a review to show future potential listeners of Fulfilling Life's Yearnings what you think as your voice helps them decide that Fulfilling Life's Yearnings is right for them. Now it's in your hands. Are you ready to fly? Until next episode, stay in the zone and make today a fly day by taking action on your dreams.